0: Hey, my name is Calvin. And my name is Kevin. And we are the Blasian Twins. Twins. And this is Martial Martial Art Mindsets. All right. And we are here today at one of the dojos that we work at. Well, the one that I work at here. Mm -hmm. I am the head instructor here. So I teach all the classes. This is after I've taught six classes today. So I've been teaching about 26 27 classes a week a week mm-hmm. for two years now, for uh, now over two just over two years. And who I, I calculate it. it's like 2,500 classes. That's, a good amount of classes. Th- that's not even counting all the other stuff. Do you, know you're doing? Stuff the do you think you know what you're doing after that? many classes? Uh, do you think I know what I'm doing as a uh, martial arts instructor, as a teacher? Yes, and talking about teaching. Um, today, what we're going to be talking about is, are two different things. I'm going to be talking about being the attacker or the aggressor during our uh, training. Because there, there's some parts where you got to do that, and then there's some parts where you got to be the defender. So, there's some really key things that's, that's very important as an attacker. And I think this is just important as martial artists anyways, and that's having intention. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Mm -hmm. making sure that you have the intention like you are actually trying to hurt this person Mm -hmm. or trying to evoke this person to to do something or to react. And especially if you're a good attacker, you'll get the right reaction that Mm -hmm. you're looking for, whether that's putting them deeper into more trouble or them figuring out how to get out of trouble. Now, when we first start, usually the first thing that when uh, that we're teaching uh, most people, is a risk grab. Just because that's something safe. Uh, we're not going to just be like, all right, it's your first day. <laughs> <Right>? well, sometimes, <laughs> actually, I yeah, might. It depends. Oh, yeah, on it depends on the person. person. If, it depends on, depends on the person. Because some people can take it, you know. Yeah, some of these teenagers, they be getting too hyped, and I'll be like, all right, come on, man. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or some of these adults, bro. Right? Like, some of the adults. Some of these adults, and then... Mm, and, like, so, yep. what I'll do, uh, I'll just... I'll, It's a wrist grab. I'll talk about that, and then I'll talk about some other things, okay? The wrist grab usually is what most, I feel like, martial arts has some type of defense from this. So, and and why do you think that is? Because it's something that if if you're teaching self-defense for a woman or for a child... Like, this is some place that would easily be grabbed. I don't think me as a grown man is going to take his risk unless I just feel like I can pull
1: him. But uh, right. when do you think, okay, so I understand as a child, because if I'm smaller, uh-huh. how much bigger you are, or if I'm a lot smaller, you can grab me. As, when, as entry, a man, what would
0: do when we're actually getting into it, when we're actually scuffing so board, we're right. over something, right? Like like that, right? So if, if uh, I'm the attacker and the aggressor, I don't want to go like this. This is not a good example of that. So, first off, uh, when I've been teaching lately, I don't teach people, put your hand out like this. So, what I do as a teacher, I go, put and then, they, then I go for it, and then they naturally want to put their hand. I'm like, no, that's a bad reflex. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Right? So, that one, that's just being mindful of that, that reflex, because you don't want to be used to that. Mm-hmm. And then you're already putting yourself in danger. That's, so, as the attacker... I also don't want to give no intention. This is not me committing to the attack. Look how, how far I am from him. I'm leaning forward, I'm off my balance, I'm off my center, I've already put him at a more advantage position, and there's just no intention here, right? I don't also, especially during training right away, as the attackers just go, and especially for day one for somebody. right, that might scare them, but that's also the response I'm looking for. That might be a little too much for whatever's going on, okay? If I'm gonna be a good attacker, I'm just gonna make sure I have intention, and at the same time, I'm keeping that pressure for them to figure out what's going on there. So if I'm here, maybe I'm not just gonna stay here, because it's terrible when you're seeing technique demonstrations, and you see attackers, and they go like this.
1: Ah! He used the mind trick on me. You see that? <laughs> oh, wait, hold on, no, hold on. Let's demonstrate the whole mind trick. Okay. <sighs> you okay there, bud? You're, like, you're okay now, okay. All right. <sighs> Help <gives water. laughs> yeah, like,
0: Come on, Chief Master. All right. No, that's that's uh that's another topic. But as the attacker, I want to keep pressure. Okay, I want to keep pressure. So if I'm just even going for this wrist wrap, I might do something like that. I'm not going super crazy, but it elicited a response out of him. Right? It triggered a response is what you're looking for. So his, look at what his response was as a defender, which he'll talk about being a defender later. That way I have control. This is, this is pretty realistic. It's like, hey man, wait, why are you trying to take my keys? Or why, you, whatever, I don't know. Let go of my phone, right? Cause then as the attacker, if I want to take it up levels instead of just keeping pressure, I could keep pressure by doing this one pushing forward, we're trying to take away, take them out of their space. That's being more forceful and having the intention, but I gotta know, this is what I'm looking for. Or even just still with that wrist grab, I'm gonna pull them that way, right? I have to know which way I'm gonna go as the attacker because then it can make the defender work even easier. Now, if we're going with something like a choke, same thing, I just don't wanna go here. Unless we're practicing technique, obviously. But if we're we're doing it to have more of that stress factor, uh, where you see the cool demonstrations, people doing stuff, right? This is is no intention. This is like, okay, you're touching my neck, why? Right? So what you'd want to do is not this either. Right? Unless you get to higher levels, I don't know. That depends on your instructor. And and your level of crazy. (laughs) That too. But, um, no. One, we want to come back to train. So as an attacker, you do not need to hurt your partner. You do not need to hurt who you are working with. That's not good collaboration there. Um, As the attacker, I want to keep the pressure. Here's how I'll keep
1: that pressure driving him forward, moving him out of his face. Um, can I say one thing too? Yes. Also, when you're working with the neck, um, I want to say this because you can't see it on camera, when he's doing it, it looks like he's choking me, but he's really pushing on my collarbones. Right. So so that I can feel what that pressure feels like without being hurt. Mm-hmm. Without actually being choked. Knowing that
0: if I was actually being choked, am I doing the right response? Am I eliciting the right response? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I I wouldn't want to make my intention go this way and then try to change my intention as the attacker because then it messes the flow up of the energy that you have going, okay? Now, you also have defenses here. You want to make sure as the attacker that you're in a position that's going to make it great for them to be successful. You don't want to be an attacker and be like, yes, I can attack somebody that's sitting still. No, I, if we're working together and trying to make him better, I want to make sure I'm giving enough energy to be standing how I need to. I don't want to. I don't want to stand like this <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm defending. Oh, that
1: you know what that reminds me of? How you're standing? It reminds me of when you're at church. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, the church little, half, up, a little, a little half church hug.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that no. You gotta, yeah, commit, you gotta to commit. Oh, commit to that hug. Commit to that You gotta okay. commit. You gotta commit to that choke, right? you got to commit to it. And see, look, it's eliciting a response for him. He's going to have to figure it out. Now, one other thing uh, that we need to make sure that we're doing as attackers, and I hope that um, as we're saying all these things, it's actually helping you think about how to attack
1: Mm. what you have going on in your life right now. Mm. Okay, so... What are some things that you're attacking in your life right now? And why are you attacking those things?
0: I have been attacking my mentality, I've been attacking the old software that I have installed up here. Mm-hmm. You've been talking about that for months now. So. Yeah, it's like, I mean, uh, I've been really focusing on updating my own software so that, just like everything else has 2.0, 2.1, whatever, too, I feel like I'm consistently doing that so that I can keep up with the times for myself, mm-hmm. but not just keep up with the times, more so keeping myself grounded Mm. Right, so as I'm growing up, I'm growing deeper too. Mm. Right, so I've been attacking, being able to make sure I, I stay within that growth uh, with everything. So right now, it's been just what are some of those things that
1: have been attacking you to stop that growth because that's what uh, you're protecting. Um, anxiety, mm. Mm. which is future like
0: fear of pain about to happen. Right, so if I'm, if, if I'm in uh, attack mode for um, this and, and I'm an attacker and I'm, my brain's not in the right space and I'm trying to work with other people mm. and I'm trying to work with other people to make them better but I'm actually angry, that's where things go wrong, right? And that's where uh, I've been making sure to attack my ego especially if I've been teaching these 2,500 classes. I've been teaching mainly children, and what I've had to learn how to do is drop my ego mm-hmm. to make sure I'm giving the best for each child and making sure that each thing that I'm, I'm doing with them is fair. Mm-hmm. That each student's like, I'm not treating them for any different from them, and any different from any of the teens and adults. Mm-hmm. That, and teaching we well. have
1: kids that are on the spectrum, kids with a... Uh, mental disorder, ADHD, physical, physical disabilities mm-hmm. of all ages, so we treat if, them all the same. Treat them all the same, but if I had that ego in there, it,
0: uh, the reason why the retention rate's so high here is because it's not driving the people away. Mm-hmm. Because I had to learn how to drive that ego out of me. I had to learn how to attack that ego out of me because I had an intention of becoming better for myself to be better for other people. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, being better for yourself to be better for other people, one huge point of attacking, and we're going to wrap it up soon, is knowing your positioning, Mm -hmm. knowing where you need to be in order to be as most effective for you. But at the same time, uh, as an attacker, especially when you get to higher levels, I want to be able to find tricky positions to make it harder for them to figure out what to do. Right. So, with that headlock, I mean, bar arm, here, naturally, most people uh, just going into the defense part, they'll do this, right? That's eliciting his response. Um, If you don't know a technique, what I've found, most people are going to do this. They're going to move that way, naturally, and then they're putting themselves into a worse position. Now, oh, unless he knew what to do there, which... If you try to take me down now, I, I'm, I'm in a better position. <laughs> oh, yeah, down <laughs> be but better. as the attacker, if I had my ego and I didn't have my control and and this person didn't know what was going on here, you attack them, boom, and they do that and you're holding super tight on that bar arm, this could happen, right? Oh, bad news. No, seriously, you can, you can cause damage to your partner. And then, you know, you gotta call the hospital to do all those things you get sued. Uh, all sorts of stuff. So as the attacker, knowing that, I'm putting the pressure on, but at the same time i got to understand my positioning to be able to release that pressure when needed to keep me safe and to keep him safe. Uh, I had a student one time, we were doing this same defense right here, and instead of doing the technique, he tried and did something else, which please don't do it to me because I've been teaching all day. <laughs> all right, Now, What he did was flip me over his shoulders, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? So how does that look? Just do the motion. Yeah. Did that? I'll I'll, uh, just do a light one. Mm -hmm. Real light, please. (laughs) Right? Flip me over his shoulders, and luckily I knew how to break fall and catch myself. And what happened is because. That person, uh, they were learning from me, they didn't understand the positioning. He knew, ooh, I got him off me in a cool way. But I knew, okay, I've been, I have been here before, and they went back for him immediately. But that's because as an attacker, with my intention, I've got to understand what aggression I give is most likely the energy I'm going to get back to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, he must, uh-huh. I must have triggered enough a response to give him an aggressive enough response to do that instead of what I taught him, which still worked. But then that could also put me at a detriment if I got hurt. Mm-hmm. Or if you hurt him. It's the same, right? Because mm-hmm. if I would have did something and then just reacted, because that's where I got to make sure I keep my ego together. Mm-hmm. I don't want to react. You're like, Man, you threw me.
1: Bam! Right? <laughs> How was the, the, the bomb or the explosion found? a reaction. reaction. Off of reaction.
0: Mm. So um, to conclude everything, to wrap everything up as, as the attacker, intention, intention is huge. It is key. That is key for everything. What also is key is knowing that positioning, okay? And then knowing when to apply pressure, when to release that pressure, mm. All right? And let's, let's think about how me being the attacker in this moment for, uh, for what we're teaching here about attacks. Let's think about how we can attack what we're doing in our everyday. Right, what, what is my intention for why I'm doing this thing? What is the intention why I'd wake up to go hiking barefoot in the morning, mm-hmm. for most mornings? My intention is I'm looking for a secluded place so that I can read the word. Mm. I'm also earthing. I'm also bringing my energy up. It's also giving me a challenge. It's making me go, oh, man, if I, can, if I can go on these rocks, I can go on these trails. I can go on gravel, walk barefoot, and still come in here and be okay. You still got baby soft feet. <laughs> That's some good up. Yeah, uh, my toes, they need some work, but my feet.
1: And what it I also sounds like is you're stacking a bunch of things and then attacking your body to be able to withstand.
0: Mm-hmm. And then conditioning.
1: Her. And then attacking
0: that, knowing my positioning, is this the right time that I need to to do it? If I'm going to mm-hmm. fit this hike in, what time do I need to wake up so I can make sure? Because I really enjoy doing this, but I have other things I need to do. Like, or maybe I need to wake up earlier. Or knowing that's knowing my positioning too. What am I doing late at night? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where I am? What can I do to make sure I'm in the right position to be? And if I'm going to do that, maybe I need to get more pressure on myself. Or then, like today, I, I wanted to go hiking, but I was. Seeing my position in my body, and I took the pressure off because I could hurt myself. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that, because I, I, I cinched my body. So let's think about what it is that you can attack for yourself. Um, what, it, what? 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 One. One thing before we finish. What's something that you've been attacking?
1: Um, old habits. So similar to the software, but like old habits. And you have that's a daily battle for me because if, it's if it's a habit, it's something that is automatic, something that you're not thinking about. So uh, it really takes a lot of awareness to be aware of the habits that are not serving you well. So what I've done is start looking within and see how does this habit make me feel? Is it just a temporary band-aid or is there something I can replace it with? And it's not getting rid of a habit because energy isn't uh, created or destroyed. It's just transferred to somewhere else. So if I have this habit I'm not destroying a habit. I'm transferring that energy into another habit, but I'm attacking the old habit to cut that connection off to let it go into a new habit. So that's what I've been working on.
0: Uh, and I, I'd like to end on a word mm-hmm. with what you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, think you grow rich? What word do you think it is? I give you a hint. Plus <laughs> T. T. Transmutation. Transmutation. Transmute that energy. Mm -hmm. So as an attacker, Mm -hmm. you need to know how to transmute that energy. Because at Mm -hmm. any point in
1: time, I might become a defender. (laughs) (laughs) So, real quick.
0: How long have you been doing martial arts?
1: Okay, so we've been doing martial arts for a quarter of a century. And we've been teaching for at least... Uh, more than half a decade now Mm -hmm. so a lot of classes taught in uh, in between um, a lot of different styles that we've come in contact with and this is some of the information that we've gotten to uh, gain and we want to share it with you guys yes now we're not going to go into detail deep about
0: uh, one specific style because like you said we've learned uh, so many different types since we were five years old all right first it was Hapkido. Then we've learned uh, Capoeira, and mm-hmm. we learned uh, a bunch of boxing, and kickboxing, and mm-hmm. Muay Thai, and then
1: we Kali. know how to do a bunch of weapons, and then... Yes. So, so what we're here for is what our shirt says, what this says, is the mindset that we've gained going through all of that process, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so uh, he's earned
0: two black belts, mm-hmm. One, uh, we've earned one of the same black belts, so, and I've earned two black belts, he's earned a different black belt, and I earned a, another black belt on my own in a different mm-hmm. system, and we, of course we come together. And we then I have a regular black belt sure, for yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, yeah, okay. <laughs> There's a joke there, but it's gone now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay,
1: but, uh, so going to defending, so when it comes to defending, it's probably one of the first things that you should do before you attack, because uh, think about, uh, being the first caveman to have found fire and you don't know how to harness this yet, you're probably gonna burn some stuff. Okay, so us, we don't wanna go and burn ourselves. let's learn how to protect this body that we have. One of the first ways you can do that is understanding awareness. Hmm. So that is the first step. Everybody can be aware, uh, if we can see, we can be aware with our eyes. We can't see, you can be aware with your ears. If you can't hear, you can feel the space around you. There's some way that you can always be aware. Okay, now this is if we're able bodied, have all our senses. Uh, I'm gonna have him stand. All our limbs. All our limbs and stuff. Yeah, okay, I'll have I'm him, him stand here, and I'll stand uh, this far here. Okay, now thinking in a self defense setting, okay, I mean, even in the word self defense, defense. So uh, when he's this far away, he can't hurt me from here. Now, of course, if, he's, if he has a projectile or something, he can throw it at me or whatever. Now, we're assuming that he doesn't have any of that, which your pockets were empty. I'm glad they were. Okay, but if he's that far away, he can't kick, he can't punch me, so this, or hit me with him, so I'm safe. So this is like code white. Okay, now as I get a little bit closer, okay, now this is starting to get like, okay, white to code yellow. Okay, then it hit me, but if he takes one step forward, now, bam, now I'm hit. Okay, so that is code yellow, boom, he's a step away. Okay, so can you step back? All right, now, when I am this far away from him, I am in his long range. So this is getting like code orange, okay? I still have enough time to escape. So if I see a movement, I still have enough time to escape. But if I don't move in time, I don't react and look away, I'm going to get hit, okay? Now, if I'm this close, this is red, okay, boom. Now, that is what you want to keep in mind when you're practicing. Uh, or way you can practice it is when you're walking around other people. Okay, just in your head. So say we're walking down the street in your head. You just say this. Uh, so you're yeah, walking down white, white, orange, red, 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 red goes to white. Okay, then he's walking down the street. White, white, yellow, orange, red. Mm. That, that? Is that training or is that paranoia? It's, it sounds, it can be paranoia if you let it become paranoia, but have the intention for it to be training. Because when you intend yourself to train, you can turn it on or off. You can say, okay, I'm going to do five reps of my awareness training. How far is my distance from somebody? You do those reps, you can stop, let your brain relax, because then it starts becoming automatic. Okay, so now that leads me to the next step of this, which is starting to move our body with it. So that's just becoming aware of it. If you have a partner, here's how you can practice it uh, besides just walking past somebody. okay? So he's that far, I will just say it out loud while he walks towards me or backs away from me. So white or yellow, orange, red, 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 orange, yellow, red, orange, yellow, red. So, <laughs> so And then you can alternate back and forth with your partner, okay? Now notice he wasn't attacking me or anything, but his positioning, his distance, had uh, started turning on an alert system. Just like our car and our vehicles have uh check engine light, that's what this is right here. It's like, oh, there's something going on. Check this out. It doesn't mean go do it doesn't mean I'm gonna just punch him in the face, because if we're walking past each other, boom, just because he walked past me, okay? But I had just have that check engine goes on and I can choose to turn it on or off. And that's called discernment, but we'll save that for another time. Now, let's take this up to the second level. Okay. Now, this is very important to now make a connection with your body and the aggressor's body. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll say he's the aggressor here. Okay. <laughs> now, he's just going to be walking towards me like he did earlier, so I'll start in code white first. A uh, uh, little bit further. You can start like a safe distance to where you can comfortably take a breath. Okay. That's typically (laughs) close. How do I have to say two to three steps, uh, six feet, six feet. (laughs) Okay. Now, (laughs) what I'm gonna do is have my hands be connected with the distance he is from me. So if he's that far away, I'm gonna have my hands here because he's not—he can't hurt me. The closer he gets to me, the higher my hands start to come. So by the time it's at red, my hands are where I can hit him in the face. Okay, now as he backs up I start putting my hands lower just to practice that connection with someone else. Okay, so just do a few... It's
0: like a, like a mime. Like an octopus <laughs> feeling.
1: All right, there. Now, <clears throat> I'm sure you can see where there's that connection, okay? Uh, of course, this is a drill. You would not do that in real life. You would look pretty silly if you're walking past somebody in the street. <laughs> you just do that towards everybody. There's, you're going to be the weirdo, okay? Yeah, you might get an assault charge. <laughs> or a creeper charge. <laughs> yeah, probably that one. Now, um, now, how do you use this uh, in realistically, okay? You have to first discern... What is happening? If we're just walking down the street, and I can tell, I, I want to be aware of what's around me. So first, you got to be aware. So, being like this, if you're gonna be on your phone, run. They can also snatch you up, not just your phone. Okay.
0: And now, I'm um, never to be seen again. Okay. And human trafficking does happen, especially uh, for people that are smaller because mm-hmm. it's easier
1: to snatch them up, it's easier to do things like... And it's not always done big either. Mm, no. Sometimes it's just as simple as just be a little bit smaller. Which, can I say something about this? Mm-hmm.
0: This exact thing you just did. So with the, with the students that I'm teaching, especially the younger ones like um, I love to have fun in teaching we're all it's all about self-defense though and when the fun gets a little too much and I'm trying to teach them something and they like get out of hand or there's some one kid gets unfocused and the other student gets unfocused like all this other stuff happens so I break have the intention to teach them why what you just showed is very important Mm -hmm. and then I'll be I don't say anything and i will just start taking them to the door. I'll get all the way to the, to the door or all the way to the other door. And, and then I yell out loud, hey, you're never going to be seen again. Your family's not going to see you because you didn't defend yourself. And so you got to know what you can use in proximity to that. And I, I, I make it very visceral
1: so that they understand. Because it's actually going to be, it's not always going to be that visceral. Like I said, it's going to be subtle.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: not to, you saw how subtle that was? And that's usually the reaction. Sadly, this is the reaction.
0: Like, I'll, I'll be a five-year-old, or a six-year-old, or a seven-year-old. I know this is class, but the reason why the attacker is attacking is to elicit a response. And in that instance, no response is not
1: the best response. Oh, we would hear our dad say that all the time. He would say to us, no, res- no response. Sorry. Uh, the best response best is no response. no response. But
0: in that instance... You need to respond. Yeah. So, like, if that happens, I teach them at least,
1: you know... But Oh!
0: Wait! Let me go! You're not know my dad! Oh, You're not my mom!
1: Which I want to take... Which leads me to... One of the things that, uh, sorry to pause you, but leads me to one of the most important weapons, one of the most important weapons, tools that we have. Mm. It is our voice. I mean, we're sitting here giving you information. That's how valuable the voice is. Mm. Okay? By me grabbing him, he didn't hit me, he didn't punch me, but he alerted with his voice other people around him. Okay. Now, I remember I was watching this, uh, like, nature documentary. It was about some dog, like, wild dog, packs of dogs. Uh, There's the packs of dogs. You know, there's the little dogs that are... uh, The rats. They're a little bit more scared. They don't go out to hunt because they're small. Um, So they don't go out to hunt. They just stay around running um, close to the pack. Uh, The wolves that are not so scared to go out and attack, uh, they just stay around... uh, inside with the pack. Those smaller dogs, what they do is when they, uh, they see something crazy happening, maybe there's an animal coming towards them, mm-hmm. they do exactly what he just did, and they start because <laughs> they're not going to go and attack it. But now they alerted the ones that will go attack to go do their job. Mm-hmm. So, if, but imagine if they saw something and they just went... Just <laughs> something attacks their whole pack. Because they didn't alert it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know what that also reminds me of since you're talking about
0: nature documentaries are the monkeys that go <wig> Oh letting the, uh letting the, like
1: everybody know like yo there's lions out Or yo there's, mm-hmm. there's And there's y- specific sounds for each of them too. Which if you want to use specific sounds to save your family, just like the military had uh, their code, just like there's Morse code. You could have a code for your family like if your family says all right guys uh time for us to uh use the bathroom i don't know just think of something like okay uh hey guys time to eat at a restaurant if you just say that randomly at some point you know that that is a trigger for hey this is danger right now Mm, code which is very important because uh yeah it's getting
0: caught up around people as a martial artist, we learn like you want to you want to hide as many of the tools that you actually have, so, because if somebody else sees that tool, then they know how to be able to defend it or copy it or, or whatever. Or they'd want to attack and try to steal your tools. Right. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're in if you're in that sense of awareness, and you're like, hey, something feels off. And if I say something about you, f- it feeling it off, then that that's a perfect tool, especially like you said for families. Mm-hmm. For friends going out or whatever it may be,
1: yeah, families, friends. Uh, so we're twins, so we. This is two. one look. We're just like we we know the look. Shoot, we had remember when we were watching the Expendables. Yeah, it was in the theater. It's like that in the movie, and we we're like, all right, this is cool. Expendables three, you know, it's a Jet Li. Oh yeah, who other than that? Terry Jason Ter- Statham, yeah. Cruz, um, all those folks, right? Arnold. And then um, while that scene's happening, you know, there's a bunch of scenes with that. We see some people run into the theater. They talk about, oh, they're shooting out here.
0: They're shooting down here.
1: And they start hiding behind stuff. And this is not in the movie. This is like they ran into the theater. Into the theater. It was a gang of people that ran into the theater. So what we did, look at each other. We didn't even say anything. We hopped out of our seats. We went opposite the exit, to the exit that they came, booked it to our car. By the time we made it to our car, the police were just arriving. We made it out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Because we had the awareness and we knew we alerted ourselves. Our code was just to look towards each other. And
0: we never really got the full scoop on that, of what really happened. But the way that people were reacting, it was like, it was a nice area too. And when it happened, it was like, whoa, what, did it really happened here?
1: Mm-hmm. So it can happen anywhere. That's why your awareness has to be uh, key. And that's why you got to practice it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I want to go back to... Uh, this part of the lesson. I know we went on a tangent, but I think all of that information is great for you guys to have because it's part of defending yourself. Now going back to how to make this as he's walking towards me realistic because that's not realistic. Okay. There's a bunch of different ways to do this and this is where you as a person learn your self-expression because everybody will have a different way of doing it. The key point is to have at least one of your hands in the proper uh, space. Right, so if if he's there as he comes closer, maybe I have a hand this high. Okay, doesn't have to be that high in reality, but when you're practicing, just to get that as a habit. Okay, now start back. We're going to go slow. So he's that far. Maybe I'm saying like this. Maybe I see him come closer. Especially if he walks that close to me. If somebody's walking that directly to you, uh, maybe you should look at them. I didn't look at him that time, but. That takes practice, looking somebody in the eyes. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, so he's walking towards me. Maybe i do something like that. Okay. And notice I also took a step back, because that makes me feel safer to create distance. Sometimes that response, that fear response, is actually the best response for you to protect yourself. Okay. Because if I do this, and he tries to reach now, I'm already halfway out of the exit. Also, if uh, by me putting that weight on my back leg, taking that step back, he's there, by me putting that weight back there, if he does try to reach and I'm staying in place, I can use that right there. And I can hit in different places. And w- it looks like I can't do anything with these he's hands. He's Christian. Yeah, I have, we are Christian.
0: <laughs> and like, that Christian dude just kicking. Right in right the balls.
1: This looks like that maybe I can't do anything. He's vulnerable. His head's open. In fact... It's a uh, delusion, or, or illusion, whatever the one it is. Okay, because, say he's doing that, I'll he, he, oh, start back. He's there, I start putting my hands closer. He throws a punch at me. That's all I need there, then, boom, I can attack and defend back from there. And so, this is also defending different ways, which, uh, which so, so Jesus was always defending himself. Mm-hmm. He taking- wham! Yeah, 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 you to, wham! If you're a Christian, Prayer is your defense. Mm. Just let that center. Mm-hmm. Yes, so now finishing up with this, this is uh, there's so many things we can go with this, but I think this is uh, that was a basic concept with it. Now I want to talk about a more uh, higher level, advanced concept with it. Still pretty simple to understand, though. So this is something that I've noticed when doing all these different martial arts, is that there's... Uh, pocket of safety. There's a safety zone when you're around somebody okay and this is when you're in the red zone so this is not when we're at code white step a little closer we're yellow this is when we're like we're this close to each other right here okay now uh, can you just stand like this so the safety zones there's four there's a lot more if you could think about it but I've narrowed it down to four okay one is here two is the other side, three is this side, and four is that side. I'm peeking here, peeking here, so this is four. Now, the reason I say that that is like a pocket of safety is because if I'm not used to this, I'm going to be scared of being close to a problem. Oh, say it again. If I'm not used to this, I'm going to be scared of being close to a problem. You have to find those safety zones within your problem so that you can think critically and get out of it. The way you think critically is by having a safe space, a safe zone to practice slowly. So this is our practice slowly to you guys. This is a gift for you guys, okay? Now this is why I call it a pocket of safety. Some people might say something different. This is effective for me, okay? Now uh, just hold your arms out for now so let's say I'm here okay I have to have my hands up Two, three things I got to do <clears throat> I want to have my knees bent and engaged I want to have my back as straight as I can and I want to have my hands up okay now this is a safety spot because if he tries to punch with that I tuck my head in that's not going to hurt that much okay even if he winds his hand back and tries to do that I can cover pretty easily but then also this Knowing that I'm this close, as he, soon as he pulls his hand back to try to hit, boom! I'm striking there, so I'm at a really good spot here. Now, let's say he you're tries to. You at a great advantage. the you're closer
0: a, that you are to be able to handle your problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, even
1: closer here. You oh, see, scary. Oh, that's scary, no, that's like scary that. Now, before there's this space. So let's just say uh, you throw a haymaker here. So he throws that haymaker. Boom! I'm right into that safety spot right here. Okay. Now he tries to throw that punch. Boom! I could block it. I could go around. I get even closer to him here, and now I can work and do some other stuff. Okay, but going back to that technique earlier, he throws the punch, I get into the safety zone, he pulls back, strike. I get closer because now I can take my problem down because I got close enough to see and feel where I need to be to take it all the way down. Now, so that's from one side. what if, uh, that was me facing my problem, my problem came face on, okay? Now, what if I get behind my problem? So, this is one way you can get behind the problem. Throw that uh, haymaker you did earlier, you get under, and now I'm right here, okay? So, now I'm in this other safety zone. So, how is this a safety zone? Um, try to attack with one of your arms. Boom! I got close enough to him I was in a good safety spot I kept my knees engaged I tried to keep my back straight And my hands were up So I was able to do those things And take him down pretty easily You didn't give me that did you?
0: No, no. <laughs> and So just to, to Wrap things up um, Defending mm-hmm. What's really cool is In order to make this work You gotta make The understanding of the attack and the defense work together. Mm -hmm. They have to work together. So you got to know when to attack your own mind. You also got to know when to defend your own mind. So attacking your own mind looks like making yourself better, chopping things out of the way that needs to, moving things and compartmentalizing things so that you can think straight and make the right decision in that moment, especially when
1: you're making attacks out in life to grow. And when it comes to defending, you have to first start with defending because it starts with awareness. Being aware of how far you are from the problem. Where do I, what do I need to position myself when I get close to the problem? Where are spaces of safety that I can be in temporarily while I figure this problem out to t- tackle it and take it down? Yes. Yes.
0: All right, let's see it
1: right there. And oh, you gotta do the mantra. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mind, body, spirit. I use my mind to think. I use my body to move. And I use my spirit to to spread spread love. Love.
0: All right, this has been Martial Art Mindset. We hope you have enjoyed and have learned something. Make sure you check the next and the rest. Mm -hmm. And peace.